WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, final hour of the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. News of the night. Jim Harbaugh gets the L.A. Chargers job. Seemed like he was the favorite the whole time. Yeah. But he uh, he goes there. I think it's a good fit for him. I think it's good for Justin Herbert. Good for the Chargers, which is bad for uh, everybody else in the AFC. Not that they're going to be the favorite or anything, but I would assume he's the kind of guy that can spin that thing around and take a playoff spot. Like, with, depending on what happens with the draft and free agency, and there's so much time, obviously. But it feels like early on, I would... I would say big turnaround is in store for the Chargers, whereas... Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I do, because like, I've always liked their talent, and they've just had two horrible coaches with Justin Herbert. Anthony Lynn should never have been a head coach, and then we learned that Brandon Staley really at least wasn't ready to be a head coach or maybe never will be ready to be a head coach. So Justin Herbert, he hasn't had you know that breakthrough moment as far as like advancing in the playoffs, but I think part of it is he's really been held back by... The coach is there. So bringing in somebody like Jim Harbaugh, who has won in multiple spots, one spot in the NFL, but three spots in college, Like I, I'd feel pretty good about that hire. Oh, Herbert has absolutely never had no. a legit NFL coach, let alone a really good coach. <laughs> so to now have somebody who went to the Super Bowl, should have won a Super Bowl yeah. a couple of years ago in the NFL and basically uh, rebuilt a legacy NFL program, then goes to college, and takes Michigan, they were kind of down in the dumps back when they hired him a decade ago, yep. and made them a force in the college football scene, won the Big Ten three times. They they finally were able to get their foot from, uh, get out of the, you know, the chokehold from Ohio State. They beat them the last three times, and to win the Natty. Now, look, yes, he's kind of pulling a Pete Carroll. Yes, he's getting out now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's how know, it goes. The sanctions could yeah. be coming. Smart guy, mm-hmm. but like, Justin Herbert is going to get somebody who can run a whole program. He's a program builder. Is he going to be heavy-handed? Sure. Is he going to probably burn out his welcome mat sometime? Yeah, absolutely. But will he get the most out of them quicker than any of the other coaches that were available, I believe? Sure. Yeah, they need it. And, uh, you know, when he took over Michigan, they were 5-7 and seven, uh, the last year with Brady Hoke. They were 5-7. and seven. Then Harbaugh came Brady in. Brady Hoke. Yeah. Oh, my God. Remember that guy? I do. Yeah, Brady Hoke. They had a rough run after Lloyd Carr. They had Rich Rodriguez for three years and then Brady Hoke for four. So they needed they some stability. Rich Rodriguez because he beat them in that famous game yeah. with Appalachian State. And then they doubled the uh, their wins. So Harbaugh's first year, they were 10-3. and three. I know co- college and pros is apples to oranges, but still, like, well, I, you already have the quarterback. Like, all the other teams that fired their coaches didn't ha- don't have a quarterback, or they have a, a guy that we'll get to see, like Bryce Young, Will Levis, mm-hmm. like those other other ones are going to be looking for it. So that was the big news of the day, big news mm-hmm. uh, of the night, even big news earlier. Doc Rivers going to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Neither Fitzy or I are really all that concerned. We were kind of taking <laughs> taking a look through Doc Rivers. Resume is uh, 10 years away from uh, the Celtics, seven with the Clippers, three with the uh, Sixers, never made it to the conference finals. This is a year where he should, but there have also been other years where he should. There's been many years where he's had a 3-1 or 3-2 series lead, and they've blown it. So Three times in a 3-1 lead, four times 3-2. Only coach ever to do both. That's crazy. 
And so he goes to a Bucks team that is 30 and 13, but felt the need to fire their first year coach who they hired. But we were digging into this. There was a story on ESPN about it. It was kind of fascinating. When he got hired, part of the interview process is once they made it to the final four, they interviewed 20 people. They got down to four. And then at that point, they allowed Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday, who was still on the team at the time, to interview the four finalists. They all somehow settled on Adrian Griffin. Next thing you know, Drew Holiday gets traded. In comes Damian Lillard, and he now has to figure out how Lillard and Giannis can coexist on offense while also trying to coach up the defense without Drew Holiday, who's one of the best defensive guards in the NBA. And they're 30-13, and and yet they've given up a ton of points this year, and clearly Giannis had enough. And they listened to him, and now he's out, and so it'll be Doc Rivers stepping in. Wouldn't be surprised if their defense I w- doesn't get markedly better. Like, they all of a sudden become a top-10 defensive unit in the league. Yeah. But it'll be, like, you'll notice that they'll play, like, they won't be giving up 135 points a night. To the Pistons. To the Pistons. Yeah. So those coaching news uh, on the uh, are uh, available to you. And also, we put out on Twitter, at Rich Keefe Show, a very important Twitter poll. We don't do a lot of Twitter polls. So when we do, you know they mean business. And this one is, who do you want as Patriots offensive coordinator? Because the talk out there is that Bill Belichick might not get the Falcons job, and therefore Josh McDaniels might not go to Atlanta, and he could be available. So your four options were, or are, Nick Cayley, Josh McDaniels, Zach Robinson, and other. Currently at 48.7% of the vote, Zach Robinson. So I appreciate that. The other three are all very close. They're separated by like less than two. Josh McDaniels, 17.7. Nick Cayley, 17.4. Other, 16.1. So mm-hmm. That kind of speaks to how uh, Patriots fans feel about that. All right. It is Wednesday, a little after 9 o'clock. Let's get to can I get a ruling where, again, we ask the important questions and then we kick it around a little bit uh, on how you can handle yourself in life. Fitzy, why don't you go first? All right. I had uh couple awkward situations recently i think i need to get right i think i need to get right to the most recent one so we all can go around the room um this happened on the ride home today from the grocery store right before hopping on the show i was discussing going out to dinner tomorrow night with my two boys ages 10 and 6 uh they're recently in our town is one of those um revolving like uh sushi places where it just sort of comes around on the magic little oh like a train um, it's like a conveyor belt sushi oh hell yeah yeah, yeah. So one of those places opened up, and we were debating going oh, awesome. to either this new Thin Crust Pizza place that opened tomorrow night or going to the Conveyor Belt Sushi place because mom's got to work late teaching. It was going to be me and the guys. All right. And my 10-year-old son says, yeah, you know, I think we should go to the sushi place. It'd be fun. Now, I, un- I understand the sushi won't be as good as if we were in Japan, Dad. Even the sushi at a 7-Eleven in Japan is better than most gourmet sushi places here. I said, I don't know about that necessarily. He's like, no, it's true. I said, where'd you learn that? He's like, oh, so I was watching YouTube. I said, okay. He said, by the way, Dad, did you know um, in Japan you can rent a girlfriend? <laughs> I, I did and not I know that. Said, I said, excuse me? You can, I mean, rent a girlfriend? What's yeah, that mean? And, and then he goes, well, <laughs> if you're feeling different, you can also rent a boyfriend. Sure. Yeah, okay, so you can rent a partner in Japan. I guess technically you can rent one anyway. Right. If that's how okay, so yep. the, the question now becomes, do you restrict your child? Now, he's 10, about to be 11. He's on the younger side. He's a very innocent kid. Yeah. Do you? How do I go about either, do I ignore that? Do I, when he says rent a girlfriend, like, 
Do I explain what the point of that is and no. how it's called the world's oddest profession? <laughs> I give it a, I would probably just go, huh, and then talk about something else. I don't think I'd be prepared for the old huh. Huh. Yeah, you're just going to huh your way out of that one? Huh. Not right? Anyway. I was. Just, why don't you go <laughs> see what your brother's doing? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Somehow we went from like, yeah, I'm going to get a California roll and some and some dumplings yeah. on the conveyor belt to, hey, dad, <laughs> and a Sapporo. You, can we go to Japan <laughs> get a night here in our support? Yeah, I don't know where you go with that. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a tricky one. But I don't think one. I don't think you're in the position to explain everything and what that entails. Because yeah, then that leads to several more questions, which are even <laughs> more difficult than that one. Why do you need to rent a girl? Well, sometimes people want companionship. Is yeah, that all you rent? Exactly. Is that all you rent them for? That's it. Uh, you need like a buddy, or like say you want to go through the carpool lane. <laughs> great point. Yeah, great that's point. All, that's all that is. Yeah. All right. Can I get a ruling on this? Uh, adults wearing jerseys. A very simple question. Ooh. It's one we've discussed on the show years ago, but I'm curious. I'll go first. I have no problem with it. I have absolutely zero problem with it. Wear jerseys. Jerseys are, are a nice uh, item of clothing. My own personal rule, and I'm not going to besmirch anybody for wearing a jersey. My own personal rule is I am now an old man, so I don't buy, like, you're not going to see me wearing a Jason Tatum jersey or, like, a Christian Gonzalez jersey for me personally. Will I still right. wear a Paul Pierce or a Ty Law? Yes, I will. So they have to be older than you. Correct. That's my well, one they- rule. And, like, throwbacks are very popular, and so you can easily get the old throwbacks. So older than me, I'll wear it. But I'm always fascinated. Like, if you're at the beach... You're at like an amusement park. If somebody walks by in a jersey, I'm always like looking around, like, what is that? What is that? And looking at the back, I'm like, who, who they got? Because the more obscure, the better for me. Uh, I'm not yeah, interested yeah. in the Tom Brady, Michael Jordan jerseys. But well, what about the custom ones, Rich? Where it's I don't like, like they custom get a zero, no, and then the name on the back is Days Sober. I so if they're kind of funny, <laughs> I like it more than like Keith. Like, no, you never played. <laughs> you never played for the team. So I, I, I would say throwback jerseys are more than acceptable, but I'm not going to even besmirch you if you're just wearing you know, the, the whatever player you like on the current team, especially if you're at a game right. or like a basketball jersey is great at the beach, great at the pool, that kind of thing. So I'm very pro jersey. I know not everybody is. Yeah. Uh, from Coming from the Boomer Society Old Man Club, uh, I have no issue with it either. Two things. One, player definitely needs to be from a time when you were like a kid in your 20s or maybe early yeah. 30s tops when you – weren't married, didn't have kids, whatever, that's fine. Like, wearing a Brady or even maybe a Gronk, a Ty Law, a Bledsoe, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But, like, a guy my age, a 50-year-old man, like, I'm not going to run out and buy, like, a Keon White. <laughs> Come on, what are we doing yeah. here? Like, I'm not going to go my Victor Wembayama, My Victor no, Wembayama yeah, jersey. It's absurd. No, like, I'm... Yeah. Don't, it, on my on my shopping list, do I still want to get like a Larry Bird Indiana State jersey? Yes. Hell yeah, I do. Yes, that's what um, I'm talking about. I'm and two, interested. it's context or location. You know, like you said, beach, pool. If yep. I'm meeting, you know, let's say after the show, oh, let's run down to Widowmaker down the street and get some uh, food and, and crafties and watch the end of a game. Yes. Of course, I might have a jersey on. Yes. Am I coming over to like a, a baby shower in a in a freaking you know, Ty Law yeah. jersey? <laughs> a, little, a little odd. But there's nothing. I'll break it out during like the fantasy draft or during like the Super Bowl or during the actual draft. Like those, those, are, those are times for the football jersey. I'm fine with that. For sure. Stiz, you got one? I do. Can I get a ruling on this? So my mom and stepdad uh, have a beautiful dog, Lily. I think uh, you guys might have met her. I have met Lily. I have definitely met Lily. Okay. 
My parents are slow, are more and more becoming official snowbirds. Mm. And as the years go, they're gone for longer times in the winter. Now, Got every it. time they go, it's just assumed Stanley's going to watch the dog. Stanley's oh, going to watch. Now, I love this dog. This dog loves me. Are they not allow dogs in Florida? They don't want to put her on the plane. They're not comfortable with putting her under the plane. I think it's too, she's too big to sit on the lap. You know, she yeah. should have to go yeah. on, on the, in the bottom of the plane. Yep. Now, every time it's hard for me to say, like, because it, it is an inconvenience <laughs> to me. It, it really is, as much as I love the dog. And anytime I try to say that, they say, well, you know how much we do for you. We do so much for oh, you, Bubba. Man. They hit me with the we do so much for yeah. you. Which is true. It, it, is oh, true. it is true. It is true. Yeah. You know, not. I don't come to them for a lot. I'm not hitting them up asking them, oh, I need rent money. Right, 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 you know? right, right, right. But if I'm in a pinch, I know I can count Man. on them. But this That's, dog thing is. It's, it's basically your dog for six months of the year. Is what you're legit. Like, okay. Legit. Yeah, that's, that's a, a long time. And, that turns is, out- and that's a responsibility you didn't sign up for. Like, I'm all for, you know, hey, you're going away for like this week or this weekend or whatever. Like, I'll take the dog, take the dog. But the whole time? No, well, not six months straight. No, I know it's not six a, months straight. A week but... or two at a time that was, yeah. you know, one time a year has now morphed into 10 times a year. Wow. And turns wow. out having a dog is kind of like having a kid. Oh, yeah. Can't go dog. out for more than four hours, yep. have to find someone to watch. Like, it is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, Stiz, we adopted a dog about a year and a half ago and. You know, we love to go away for the weekends. Obviously, I travel a decent amount, or I'm shuttling around New England and beyond. And we have in-laws, and my wife and I, you know, we do a lot to help them out, and they obviously watch the kids. They like the dog for companionship's sake, so they'll take him every now. Like, we can't give him, like, do, like, multiple weeks at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I would never imagine giving somebody, like, a living creature for a month or a season and be like, hey, this is your responsibility. Like, Dogs can fly. It's okay. The dog will be fine on the airplane, especially if it's only a three-hour flight to Florida. The dog will be fine. You got to yeah, sell them. Give on it a that. Valium. To throw them on. Yeah, the you can. You give right? them a little doggy medicine, and they'll yeah. be they'll be all right. Yeah, no, fine. that's eh. maybe maybe that's that maybe that's the the push. Or there has to be a time where they like ask about it, and you're like, you literally can't. Whether you come up with an excuse. Or I something. was so here. I was thinking okay. of lying and saying my landlord Good found instincts. out. Right? Good See exactly. Chelsea that kid. never le- lying has never yeah. led to That's a right. problem. Lie to your parents, and smart. I can lie yeah. with the best of them. Okay. Lie and say my landlord found out and said, "Hey, you can't have pets here." You could go that could route. Go, mm. Maybe maybe forge a note. Or just like, you know, hey, it's door. tough for me, you know, now, you know, I got some stuff during the day. I'm working full time yeah, at right. night. Yeah. She'd be, she'd be home alone it. too much. You might as well, like, you're better off putting she her on the plane. She chewed some wires. Yeah. That's why, you know, it was hard for me to press the button, like all that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my right? other siblings, why can't my other siblings uh, watch them? Oh, well, she only goes out for you. She'll only go out for you. Oh, my like, goodness. Give me a break. Well, that's oh, that's sort of the beauty of the multiple siblings. You'd be like, oh, let's rotate. Like, all right, now, now you yeah. take a turn. Now you take a turn. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a call in the uh, Can I Get a Ruling. We got uh, Kelly in Springfield on this uh, jerseys thing. Kelly, what do you have? Kelly? Kelly. Kelly, you pro-jerseys? You anti-jerseys? All right, sir. Let's go to uh, David in Florida. He joins us next. Hello, David. Greetings, greetings. Did you first, first of all, did you say a few minutes ago, about five, ten minutes ago, that when Milwaukee was hiring the new coach, that they allowed the players to interview him? They did. That was an ESPN article that came out earlier today. They sure did. Dear God. I mean, that, that's, you know, like fourth grade is going to get to interview the interview the next the teachers in a few few months. Sure. I'm I mean, sure it's the same, but all right. 
<laughs> That's just frightening. But um, anyways, uh, um, I got two questions for you. First, uh, a quarterback question. You played college football, right? Oh, yeah. Sure did. So Now, obviously, we all know that in practice, you don't touch the quarterbacks. So how do you how do you prepare a quarterback for um to, to, to play under pressure i mean you can't you can't pressure them you can't touch them how do you how do you what kind of drills do you do so a quarterback can learn to to play and pass under pressure i mean they and still rush the quarterback you just don't tackle them i mean you still rush you still get right in his face and you can run after him and all that stuff and try to bat the balls down but you don't you just don't hit him that's so I mean, yeah, there is a yeah, difference. Once you get into the game, like that's that's a, that is a different. But you're not going to yeah, hit I mean, him. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what preseason's yeah, I mean, for. I guess with, that's what scrimmages are for. I guess that's what that would be. But this doesn't make any sense. All right, what's your second question? Interesting. I guess. But the, 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 all right, the the, the 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 coaches. I mean, uh, I mean, you got Missoula. Who's? I mean, how frightened are you? How concerned are you about the? the youthfulness they, they, uh, of the coaches in Boston. And- All right, so, Fitzy, what do you think about that? The four coaches in Boston, although Jim Montgomery's not really that young, I don't think. But either way, you have uh, 37-year-old Gerard Mayo, you know, the 30-year-old guy in, in uh, Missoula. Mm-hmm. Cora's older than those guys, though, and Cora's been around. Like, Cora, at this point, is a very veteran manager. So I guess maybe he's more speaking of Missoula and Mayo. Yeah. Uh, I didn't quite understand David's point. That's kind of uh, par for the I mean, course. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Sure, but uh, I wasn't exactly mm. sure what he was angling on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got some interesting young coaches, and then there's some <laughs> older ones. Yeah, <laughs> some in the middle. That's, hey, can I get a ruling? Uh, do you have to answer every caller's question? No, you just, you're right. Okay. All right. No, that is that is a simple no. There's no discussion there. That's a simple no. All right. Uh, you all have been waiting for it. Grab bag on the way next. But right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you a quick check of the headlines before grab bag. Bruins, they're trying to make it a clean sweep of their latest five-game homestand tonight as the Carolina Hurricanes are in town right now. Not looking good for my bet du jour. After the second period, the Bruins are down 2-0. The Celtics, they're back on the court tomorrow night when they'll be in Miami to take on the Heat. Celtics have announced a clean injury report for the game, and the Heat have finalized the deal with former Celtic Terry Rozier to join their squad. He's been cleared to make his debut tonight against the Grizzlies in Miami. Other NBA news, Doc Rivers has been hired by the Milwaukee Bucks just one day after firing their first-year head coach, Adrian Griffin. Doc Rivers began serving as an informal consultant to Griffin in December at the behest of the Bucks. The team quickly moved to agree to a deal with Doc after moving on from Griffin after just 43 games. NFL head coach watch continues. No news on Bill Belichick. Mike Vrabel did meet with the Falcons owner Arthur Blank today. He's also set to meet with the Panthers tomorrow. And the other big coaching news of the day, Jim Harbaugh out at Michigan. He is now the new head coach of the Chargers. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Grab bags coming right up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEI. And let's not waste any time because... It's time for a grab bag. It's time for 
That's right. Let's take a look inside the uh, the bag, find out what stories we didn't have a chance to hit on the first three-plus hours of the program. Let's start with one of the, I would say, one of the more popular players in the NFL today, Jason Kelsey. People love Jason Kelsey. He had a good mm-hmm. documentary come out on Prime. Uh, his podcast is very successful. He was uh, the man of the people. Uh, at his, his brother again? Uh, his brother would be Travis Kelsey. Mm. And uh, Jason Kelsey was in the uh, the suite with Taylor Swift. He was sans oh. top, slugging some beers, having a good time with the with the fans. And here was Jason Kelsey on his wife's reaction to him at the Bills game. I'm not gonna lie. I gave Kylie a heads up the moment we got into the suite. I said, "I'm <laughs> taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite." And she said, "Jason, right. don't you dare!" I was like, "Hey, it's letting you know what's happening." I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no. F- stopping him and she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting taylor this is hilarious i was like kylie when i met you the first day i met you i was blacked out drunk and fell asleep at <laughs> the bar this is part of the charm this is part of the jason kelsey charm i want to make my best first impression this is my best chance my best first impression is the worst impression ever so i, I, I could just build Set from that, that point nice on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's all of us he is he's the best. That was a legit story in the documentary too where she even tells it where so they met on uh, Tinder or Bumble or one of those and she thought it was going to be a fake. She's like, "Wait a minute." Cuz it didn't say football player or anything. It was just like Jason in Philadelphia and she's like, "That kind of I think that's Jason Kelsey," but she's like, "Whatever. It's either actually him or it's a guy pretending to be him, which will be a funny story." So she goes, meets him and then passes out at the bar. Like legit passes out and then Called her the next day and was like, hey, can we have like a second date? And so then they've been together ever since. But so I didn't realize that was the first time that he even met Taylor Swift. That makes first it even better. First time he met his brother's internationally famous superstar girlfriend. Even better. Was in a suite in Buffalo. Yep. And he pops the top. <laughs> pops off the top. Yeah. Dominates the whole storyline. Becomes a meme, a vibe, and a national hero. And just took that game over like. And he brought you, that if, little girl over to meet Taylor, which I thought was awesome. But then I yeah. assumed that he had known Taylor for more than 20 minutes. So it's like he, he was, was better. Hammered. I mean, he was hammered. doing shots in the parking lot with Bill's Mafia beforehand. Hammered. I guarantee you he crushed at least case and a half. I mean, he looks like the kind of guy, like, he needs 12 to get warm just to start getting tuned up. There was a good video that uh, came across. was a couple years ago, I think, where he was walking off after a game and a fan like handed him a beer and he was like, Oh, I can have this. And the fan's like, sure. And he's like, he's like on the field drinking it. It's fantastic. Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us grab bag is a dish that is best served cold? Grant Williams back to his old tricks tonight. I don't know if you saw this, but Grant Williams uh kind of pushed he fouled and kind of pushed Kevin Durant down. And then stood over him, and he did the thing where it's like, I'm not, I don't even notice that you're there, but like, I'm clearly trying to stand over you. To which point, Kevin Durant's teammate, Nurkic, just shoved, uh, shoved Grant Williams away. Grant Williams then turned around to shove Nurkic, and he actually fell like three feet back. He didn't <laughs> fall to the ground, but he like took like, because Nurkic is a big, strong dude, and Williams, Williams pushed him, and yet it was Williams that took like three feet back. Like yeah, classic. Grant Williams. Uh, the other night, like when Jason Tatum blocked him at the end of the ha- at the end of the first half, like just swatted the ball into oblivion. As he's walking to the bench to go into the tunnel for down the tunnel for halftime, turns and like chirped at Grant Williams. Like he must be. <laughs> I bet if there was a secret poll, Rich, like most annoying player in the NBA, 
I kind of feel like Grant Williams would finish top three. Yes, he for sure would. He definitely, he definitely would, and he'd probably be proud of it. Grab back. According to uh, some buzz on the on Twitter, hmm. there's a chance, a, a quote, growing possibility that Gordon Hayward could return to the Celtics via a buyout. Oh, well, I, I want it right. Yeah, absolutely. I would take absolutely. that. Absolutely. I got no problem with that. If Hayward gets bought out and becomes a free agent, come back. Yeah. Like the, his, his length, if he can still score a little bit, like, sure, he'd probably be a little bit of a defensive liability, but like. How would there not be room for Gordon Hayward? He probably wouldn't even take that much money. Guy's got hundreds of millions of dollars now, and yes, it's creepy that when he plays games online, yeah, he tells people to refer to him as daddy. Well, that is weird. He yeah, also can was I get on a ruling on that. It's funny. He was yeah, don't. He was on. <laughs> he was on Paul George's podcast a while ago, and he was talking about the time they had here in Boston and how they had so many different meetings about trying to do things differently, but nobody wanted to sacrifice. Nobody wanted to change their game. And but now I mean he clearly would if he came in and was like the eighth guy I, I'd I'd sign up for that I think he'd be good with that too sure why that'd not? be yeah that'd be an interesting dynamic grab bag we celebrate a lot of uh, on this day in sports history because after all it is a sports show mm-hmm. how about this nine years ago today. We had perhaps the greatest Bill Belichick press conference of all time. First, to talk about the amount of time that I've put into this relative to the other important challenge in front of us. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I'm just telling you what I know. would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world as she was in the car expertise. Unbelievable. Still, Rich, I swear, it is the funniest moment in the farce that was Deflategate. It is truly of the double dynastic run, one of the you remember where you were moments. And that press conference (laughs) that Saturday afternoon still just blew me away. I I was going to say the exact same thing. I was at my apartment in Medford, and I remember there was sort of like a floating time for when they were going to do it. Then they then they announced the time. And then we were also like, All right, well, where's it going to be? Like, what's it going to be on? And then I remember, like, going to ESPN News and, like, just circling through all the different channels, being like, all right, when, when and where? Uh, I somehow found it, was watching it on the couch and being like, because you didn't know what was going on. You, you, you were like, this is, at this point, like, only a few theories have been tossed out. There subsequently would be, like, a thousand more. Right. Like what's going on? But Bill, Bill's going to address this sort of like a weird thing for him to even talk about. But yeah, I remember that vividly. You remember Brady when he had to speak to it was total deer in the headlights. Brady was no brutal, and say. he was wearing like a Bad. sweater and a winter hat, which didn't help him. He was like sweating bullets. I'm like, maybe he'd pop the hat off, and you're going to be all right here. But he was like, he was he was a mess. Bill did hit him with like a ask the quarterback or like something like that. He did say that, so he kind of buried. Brady a little bit, but that Mona Vista, uh, Lisa Vito line is like the greatest build. Out of build nowhere. Out of nowhere. Brady, Remember, and then he doubles Twitter down. Like, he doubles down. Like, did, Belichick, did Belichick just quote yeah. my cousin? He, not only that, it was, it was the way he did it was so funny because it was like, it wasn't just like, I'm not the Mona Lisa Vito of, of footballs. 
the way she is with cars. It was like he, he like paused and then gave you a further detail to let you know that he, he watches the movie. Yeah, that's oh, great. So, so that the same way Missoula watches the town over and you know, over. Belichick again. likes yeah. to decompress with my cousin Vinny. And that now like is that one of the only times Belichick ever t- uh, like referenced pop culture, which we blazed through 100 references a, a broadcast? Yes. As far as I know. Yeah. Because everything else, I mean, he's had the occasional joke, right? Like he opened his first uh, his final press conference. He had that little joke about Tebow. Like he's had a few jokes over the course of 25 years. The Taylor Swift thing with Greg Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, but like a press conference, I would say is even different. Like right. there might even be a few more times with like a situation like on a radio show with Greg. But the press conference is usually very buttoned up, very like not going to give you answers and kind of snorting into the mic. That was that was amazing. Let's all go to the grab bag. Looks like we have some bad news for Halle Berry fans as her movie The Mothership has been scrapped by Netflix after completion. Yeah, what is up with studios now basically finishing, like completing these super expensive movies, deciding that it sucks out loud, Mm -hmm. and in order to save face and brand, they bury it, and there's a conspiratorial theory that producers are basically coming up with reasons that they established in the insurance clauses before they make the movie and recouping the money on the production as opposed to putting it out there like it happened with Batgirl, yep. which was made a couple of years ago. Warner Brothers. That's the first time Michael Keaton put the Batman suit back on. They scrapped that. They spent damn near a hundred million dollars. I don't know if they were still scarred from Catwoman, which was just oh my god, it couldn't have been uh, as bad as Catwoman. I'd rather eat what cats <laughs> put in a box than ever watch that again. They were about god. to scrap or uh, Coyote versus Acme film done, ready to go, and now I think other. Places are going to have a chance to bid on it, but this was one that was Wait, is that get... animated or a live-action movie? It's both. Oh. It's going to what... be amazing. John Cena's in it. Will Forte's in it. It's a done movie. James Gunn uh, was involved in the story. He didn't direct it, but he uh-huh. had he had a, a hand in the story. And so it's like Wiley e. Coyote versus Acme. And I definitely want to see that movie. But, yeah, I, I get it kind of. Can't be worse than the Tom and Jerry movie from a couple of years. No, that was The Pits. That was one of the worst movies of that year. But there was something about... Like, if the movie's going to the theater and then all the money that you'd have to sink into, like, promotion and all that other stuff, this Halle Berry one was a Netflix movie. You would just think the more content, the merrier for Netflix. If you already made it. Look at some of the crap that they've produced or that they've bought and put on there. There is so much S on Netflix at this point. Like, go ahead and put it out. And if it's so bad, give us the right to be able to say, all right, now in my rotation of the worst movies ever, like with The Room and Birdemic, I'm going to watch The Mothership. You're going to need a bigger grab bag. A uh, farting passenger was forced uh, or forced an American Airlines flight to turn around. You would think the plane is one of the more, like, the safest place to do. You usually can get away with it on a plane. <laughs> but apparently this guy halted the whole experience. how bad it's not ideal it's not ideal how how bad are you letting them rip yeah oh the worst you gotta be the the literally like on a plane (laughs) i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that is that's 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 a shit that's an all-timer here's grab bag another on this day in sports history it was 36 years ago today 
where Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the first ever Royal Rumble. Hey oh Hacksaw Jim Duggan, one of the few wrestlers all time that I think everybody speaks highly of. There's always like some sort of real life feud that boils over. He's like the one I've I've watched a ton of documentaries. Mm-hmm. He's not still with us, right? Hacksaw? Yeah. Hacksaw is. Hacksaw he is. is. Oh, okay. sure he's doing okay. great. I apologize. Yeah. Wow, he's doing better than he's ever been. Yeah, he's doing TED Talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hacksaw's alive and well. 70 years young. Wow. Still doing it. He might even be in the Rumble on Saturday that's, for all that's we know. That's amazing. On Royal Rumble week. Here yes. we are. 36 years ago, the first one. And he defeated a couple, like, had to put a couple Some of legends over Hall the of top. Famers. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. Good for Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Ben Thuggan. One of the great lines. Okay. <laughs> Grab bag. All right. Talk about a movie that does not need to be remade. Dare I say the most unnecessary of all remakes. They put out a poster today, trailer tomorrow, for Jake Gyllenhaal's Roadhouse. Why? The first one, the original is the quintessence of the 80s. Do not touch it. it. It's Patrick. It's it's op, magnum opus cinema. It's Patrick Swayze's just chef's kiss flick. You can't it, make it better. You, no, there's no, no way. Pain no. don't hurt. Pain Sam don't Elliott. hurt. No, no. Yeah. Ben Gazzara is the <laughs> the villain. Amazing. So uh, this one looks like it has been updated a little bit. There could be some ultimate fighting or cage fighting stuff that he comes from. Yeah. Stuff out. I will say. Yeah, because didn't uh, he go in? Wasn't there a thing that went around? Says they must have filmed this forever ago because I think there was a scene where it was like at a UFC pay-per-view and they did a walk-in. I don't know if you saw it on the pay-per-view. It might have been afterwards, and they like they walked in with Gyllenhaal. So yeah. they had the whole thing set up. They had him get in the ring and like jump around yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I remember so, seeing that all over. Uh, yeah, Twitter. that was that was everywhere. But as okay. Davey pointed out uh, from the hashtag Dork podcast, if you look at the fo- the poster where Gyllenhaal is sitting there with like a black guy with his, you know, he's wearing a shirt but it's unbuttoned and he's sitting on a chair, it looks like they turned the double deuce into a tiki bar. <sighs> What the heck? What are we doing? It needs to be an, a terrifying dump in the Midwest. <laughs> yes. And by the way, Gyllenhaal got yoked. Oh, Gyllenhaal, yeah, he got big. Yeah, he wow. Got, he got pretty pretty big. Swing. There's oh. a line drive left center field. Deep back by the wall. And it is. Grab bag. John Stewart's coming back to The Daily Show. He's going to host once a week. I think it's Mondays uh, now it. through the end of the election. Uh, may I dare say that's going to be appointment television. Absolutely. No matter how the election goes, no matter what Huge happens. Huge boom. Like, that is a it. massive boost. That's just be, what the country needs. Yep. Now it, well, honestly, like he's so damn good at it. and He's so he, smart and funny. Like, yes. Both and those things. so scholarly, so well-spoken. Um, the breakdowns of everything that happens on the campaign trail between our two 900-year-old candidates will be <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> And you and I are both mem- card-carrying members of the, but also Craig Kilborn was amazing fan. He was, club. yes, yes, we are. I used to, Rich. I used to have the pleasure of running and hanging out with because she was good friends with some other comedy pals of mine, Liz um, Winstead, who created the Daily Show. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And had her. Um, she performed on a couple shows that I hosted and did in the city years ago. Um, again, just t- too smart for her own good. Very funny, delightful human being. She would talk about what she was like when they picked it, when they created the Daily Show, she had to pick Kilborn because he's so charming and so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a great smirk. She said he is the biggest pain in the ass on planet Earth. 
Yeah, I think I think that might be have something to do with why we haven't seen a whole lot of him in the last yeah, several years. Just a huge pain in the ass. Oh my god, he was so good. His late late show, I would I watched more of that well, than any of the other stupid shows. questions when they would play five that music. And, oh, the Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland was like the only person to go zero for five, so they called it the Kathy Ireland. <laughs> so every time somebody was zero for four, they're like, "You don't want to be the Kathy Ireland." And it was like you'd freak out. Oh, it was great. But sometimes the question would be like, "What word am I thinking of?" And the person's like, "I don't like what the hell." Like, you have to guess and play. Yeah. You got to do it. So, no, but good call by Stewart. I can only imagine, like, the next day, the clips that people pull and, like, the millions of views that he's going to, like, roast somebody for, like, two minutes and it's going to be all over. Those the ratings internet. will be monstrous Massive. This year. Yep. You have been defeated by the grab bag. All right, that's going to do it for uh, for the grab bag here tonight. We'll have a brand new edition of the grab bag tomorrow right around 920. We will uh, wrap up the program with our final thoughts. Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy coming up next year on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy WEEI. Final few minutes. We'll be back full tank tomorrow with Andy Hart as we're getting closer to the NFL Conference Championship uh, weekend. Now, tomorrow will be two weeks out from the NBA trade deadline and exactly three months out from the NFL draft. Do you think at some point between uh, now and then we will know who is actually picking the players for the Patriots in the draft? No, no, no. No, God, no. No chance. So some of the secrecy will remain. Bill Belichick's gone. Gerard Mayo seems to be more of an open book. However, we might have no idea. Although they are going to have to at the end of round one and at the end of round two, they would usually have somebody talk to the media. Like They'd hold like a little press conference. I think it was Matt Groh the last couple of years, wasn't it? But we, over yes. years past, he Nick Casario did it a lot. Weekend. Yeah. Yep. So somebody's going to have to do it. But I think one of the things we're kind of learning right now is like maybe Bill Belichick doesn't have a job and why that's important. One, it sucks because it would I, I'd like to see him in the league. It's just better for the whole sport, the whole entertainment. It'd be better. But also sort of a different wrinkle because we assumed he was going to take so many guys with him. And now if they're all available. Like which guys do Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, and Gerard Mayo want to retain, whether it's Macro, Elliot Wolf, or freaking Josh McDaniels, Steve Belichick, and the, and the rest of them. Yeah, which, which like, do are we duty-bound to hold on to Elliot Wolf and Macro? Well, like, do we have to find a spot for all the Belichicks? I, 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 I have know. no issue with the team holding on to the Belichicks as well, but does that mean that it turns into the Josh McDaniels party because he's available and he very well maintains a good relationship with the crafts. I just think the way the last few years have gone, if you want to retain anybody from the defensive side, so be it. Good. Fine. Can we like, just go DeMarcus round up, please? Can we just, like, can we just, I don't mind if they go 5-12 and 12 next year if it's a fresh start and I see progress and I see a new direction yeah. and I see something I can, like, start building my hopes toward as opposed to whatever the hell it was they put together the last couple of years. Yeah, not great. That's why I feel like offense is a, is a no-brainer, but even player personnel side of it, like try to get more 
turnover there. Now, offense, you have eight months to figure it out. Player personnel, you don't. Like, player personnel is a tricky time to be making moves. These guys and their scouts have already done so much work for the draft and all that other stuff. So I understand that that is tough, and you've seen it in other, like, regime changes. Some are like, all right, here's our info, here's this, and it can be like an awkward kind of passing of the torch. But it just so happens to be the most important pick they've had in 30 years. So you want to just make sure they get it right. Now, if they... If they're dead set on quarterback, it's kind of out of their hands anyway. Like any single person could take the guy that's remaining, right? Like because you're going to get May or Daniels. Like yeah. you're going to get that's, and depending on what happens at the combine and their pro days. It's you know Daniels could jump to two. For all we know, Daniels could jump to one. I doubt it, but no, it's possible. Sure, it's definitely possible. But that's what's frustrating about not having like one person in charge because. I'm sure in that room you're going to have people saying, oh, Marvin Harrison's the pick, or why don't we trade down, or why don't we actually see if we can trade up, or hey, maybe we should be the ones that get Justin Fields. or whatever. like This offseason, the way it's lining up, I mean, we talk to people all the time. They have, Everybody has a different plan for what they want to do. Some are mm-hmm. even more, you know, more looking at trading down this year. Usually you hate doing it, but some are saying the team has so many needs, there's an mm-hmm. argument to be made for that. You and I want the receiver, which is in the minority. Everybody else is just saying the quarterback. So I can I can only imagine what that room is like. And then everyone's looking around with the, with the all right, well, who has final say? Who is the one that's going to kind of push this thing over the top and, and be confident in the pick that they make? Yeah, how is Maserati Marv, Marvin Harrison Jr., not good with Baker Mayfield, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, any of them, any of them. I know. My Lanta. All right. Well, Fitzy, great stuff as always. We will talk with you uh, next Monday. I know there's plenty of uh, Six Rings podcasts available to you now and then. Yep, and and uh, we'll be on uh, Hart and I'll have you from 12 to 3 on Saturday, a little Championship Sunday preview. Perfect. A dish as well. Looking forward to next Monday and the what happened and all the recappery. Oh, yeah. Rich, enjoy your Championship Sunday. Three games, two Sundays, one winner to rule them all. That's it. That's all we got. Stiz, great stuff as always. You and I will be back tomorrow with Andy Hart starting at 6 o'clock. So everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday night, and we'll talk to you then.